podcast. Hi guys. Thanks so much for hey uh, listening and watching whatever platform that may be. Uh, so welcome. Uh, we got Josh Bixter Hi. and Austin Fury here today with us. Howdy guys. Uh, you guys and Stefan Ostergren. Hey, didn't what's know. up, guys? How's it going? Because it's your first time you watching. Know, yes, yes, correct. I, I, I'm, I'm here most of the time, almost all the <laughs> yeah. time. Actually, I'm all here all the you time. You know, Stefan, I gotta thank you. Uh, anyone listening won't be able to see this, but Stefan's wearing the Kraken T-shirt, which is that's a cool T. It's a really cool T-shirt. I just love the logo. It's, it's kind of like. It's a cool color, and, mm-hmm. and Alex's awesome logo he made for it. And every Truth. time you wear it, I'm like, man, I got to go get my t-shirt and wear it, too. <laughs> Avail- available now. Yeah. Available now on a FT store right. near you. So 30 <laughs> seconds in, and I am taking us off on a tangent. Dude, it's okay. Tangents are, are what FT has somewhat been about. Yeah. Uh, so we're okay there. Uh, so we're going to hop right into it. Uh, we actually had the uh, wonderful opportunity um, to go to Horizon Hobby mm-hmm. over this last weekend to uh, to meet and greet and hang out and do some kind of do some stuff. collab stuff and yeah. you guys went to, actually Alex and I got to come Thursday yeah. evening uh, but you guys went out uh, a couple of days earlier right yeah for some yeah. meetings and stuff so a really great opportunity and this is one that the uh, community has definitely blessed us with um, anyone that's probably heard me talk a lot they know I'm absolutely obsessed with FT STEM uh, Jake Marshall Mitchell Gray. Uh, what they are doing in the past couple of years with growing FT STEM, it's like a big boulder, mm-hmm. but this boulder is rolling, and the energy behind it is amazing. Uh, we're currently now into summer break for most schools, but that means we just got to get our house in order for what we perceive is going to happen this coming fall, which is a two to three x, uh, you know, turn on what was last year, which oh, wow. was a two x on the year before. Um, so that means more kids are going to get into flying. More people are going to learn about FT STEM. And the worst thing that we could do is not have enough radios, enough gear, enough options for people to uh, to tap into. So mm-hmm. one of our primary reasons was to go down there and to make sure that we could forecast properly to make sure there's enough DX6Es, DXEs, things like that. And uh, this is really cool. Spectrum's heart with STEM they're on the exact same page. You're like, oh, what can fantastic. we do to make this? We'll put some skin in the game as well. Um, you know, what do you need receiver wise? And this kind of is the other parts of the, the conversation is they're really looking to, you know, tap into our community. They don't want to just develop products and say, you need our product. They want to know what the community is asking for. So we had, what is it, Austin, three days? Yeah. Yeah, three days, pretty much every product developer in their company, and their company (laughs) is huge. (laughs) And uh, we got to sit down with each one of them and to share our opinions about the products, uh, what the community is regularly asking for. Stefan, you've done such a great job with integrating with the community. Uh, We have those topics. We have those desires. And we're able to say, look, if you guys go this direction with this product, it's going to be a better fit for our community. And um, it's it's becoming a really beautiful relationship. Where it's not just advertised, it's not just reviews, but it's something much, much deeper. It's actually steering the hobby. Right. And uh, that was an intense three days. <laughs> yeah. No, it was really cool to, to meet some people and to put some faces to names and to yeah. um, check out some of their um, their stuff they have coming up and to check out some of their – got to actually just hang out and fly with yeah. them, which was great. Um, it was a little windy that one day we went out to do some flying, but um, <laughs> we had a really, really great time getting to um, also try some stuff that um, – uh, the flight test isn't quite as well versed in. Well, yeah. Josh, you are uh, kind of from your gasser background, yeah. but we got to fly some um, some more modern gasser stuff um, and some jets and some cool stuff like that. So uh, how was that flying flying a gasser for the first time in a while? <laughs> I felt like I was 12 years old again, honestly. Right? Um, <laughs> Back in the day. Great general named Ali Machinci. Ali Machinci. 
Machinchi. Oh boy, I'm gonna butcher that name. Every that time. sounds right. Yeah, Ali Machinchi. Um, <laughs> he is uh, he is one of the head guys for Hangar Nine and a passionate gasser, jet turbine. Um, him and I are like two kindred spirits. And uh, one thing with flight tests, the main vision is not to keep people just in foam board. We really want people to get passionate about the hobby, get into it, and then wherever they define they want to go, we just want to give them the handoff. And one thing we've really kind of stayed away from is a long time is, is gas and nitro hmm. uh, and balsa for that matter. And the reason was is because the amount of people coming into the flight test family, they just need a quick success. They need to know they can build. They need to know they can fly. And then their passion is going to define them the rest. But we have enough content out now where we can start thinking outside that bubble. We can start you know building the branches on the tree. And the first thing I wanted to build a branch to is let's get over the hump of balsa wood and gas. Mm-hmm. And notice I didn't say nitro. Um, in my opinion, now that they've taken gas down to the size of many nitro engines, I'm really happy to let nitro die. And that's going to make some people upset. But on average, nitro is about 20 bucks a gallon. Mm-hmm. A gas motor that runs just as reliable, less maintenance, you're going to basically just be mixing oil and fuel like you do on your weed whipper. And it looks the same, but it's so much cheaper to operate. In my opinion, it's cleaner. It's easier to clean up. Um, and you're not dealing with that expensive, you know, fuel that's that's quite hard to get out of your interior. Hmm. Um, so uh, Ali and I collaborated. What we're thinking is we're going to do a launching of uh, of like a beginner series into gas and balsa wow. because the disciplines are different, but the rewards are also incredible. And uh, should I spill the beans on kind of what our vision is? Yeah, well, just to touch on that a little bit more is that um, I think that you know that uh, that. All just all different kinds of discipline of flight, you know, have mm-hmm. a place on on flight test, and that's yeah, like, yeah. including the the gas and the balsa, and maybe, yeah, maybe some helicopters and that sort of thing. You know, we do a lot of electric flight, and we do <laughs> right. a lot of the quads, a lot of the FPV stuff. Um, but I think just kind of expanding that a little bit, yeah. um, we want to do it in a way that kind of levels the playing field for people that don't have that experience, because we've done a great job, I think, of just introducing people um, of how to get started and have that quick success. But I think that if we just switched to um, we're not switched, but just started randomly including like, um, like turbine, turbine content into yeah. our, into our, um, our content, you know, house, but without helping people get introduced to it. Yeah. Um, that's kind of not what we're about. We're no. about helping make it um, approachable and help demystifying a little bit. And so that's what we yeah. got to do first. Right. If you want to see a $20,000 turbine jet ripping through the air, all you do is go to YouTube and search for it. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. what we want really want to do is we want to demystify, entertain, educate, elevate, and also showcase the people that are really passionate that have the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, I could show you how to get into gas models, but I've been separated from it long enough. The technology's changed. The, the build techniques have changed. It is so cool to have someone that literally lives and breathes that every single day of their right. life to share that knowledge. And for me, it's a, it's a selfish reward for me because I really miss flying them. I, I really loved it. My wife used to call them the manly airplanes. She loved the big chainsaw motors and and uh, and the noise and and stuff. They they just there's a reward there. Um, but what we're looking to do with the beginner series on that is to establish a motor and a servo and, and basically a, a, almost like a power pack for a gasser. But that motor and that servo combo, and if anyone knows, that's usually the most investment is in those. Um, can carry through about eight to 10 different airframes. Mm. So you start off on this model and as you progress, there's different disciplines. Um, and I, I'm going to use the word disciplines with models because when you go from a, a trainer or a functional plane to a warbird, it's not like a warbird foamy. It's a warbird that you have to fly like a warbird. Mm. So now there's a whole new skill set we can teach you. Right. Then you jump to a scale like a J3 Cub or a Cirrus. Then you jump to a precision aerobatic or a 3D. Um, but we want to take people through that journey, but do it around a common power plant that, yes, it will cost a little money, but will be reusable and take them. It'll last the whole journey. So imagine it's like the CPAC. You know, it's going to be the CPAC through a whole bunch of different planes. And uh, just getting kind of hashed that out, 
I'm, I'm amped. I'm so yeah. excited. So for people that are already into gasters and that sort of thing, they can rejoice. And people that are <laughs> have like a passing interest in it, yeah. but just it seemed too complicated. Hopefully we can help with that. Yeah. The goal is going to be to start your gasser journey for under a grand. And that sounds like a lot of money, but that's going to be talking about a plane that's close to eight foot wingspan that still can be transported and is incredibly versatile. So um, we'll uh, we'll have some fun with that. Yeah, I think that in order to get the kind of something that you've talked about a little bit, Josh, in order to get like the full reward of flying a gaster, you really got to go up in size. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's where the dynamic changes a little mm-hmm. bit. The flight characteristics change quite a bit. And that's where you get like a brand new experience yeah. as opposed to flying, you know, kind of like a smaller um, you know, least expensive possible gasser, you would kind of want something bigger. Yeah. yeah. You, anything below six feet, you're not going to get the reward in my opinion. Um, my favorite plane was the Telemaster and I would do the most weird, crazy things with that <laughs> Telemaster, but you could load it up with weight. You could put ribbons on it. You could put smoke systems on it. You know, it was versatile as a platform. Um, but when you do get that big, suddenly now the wind's not a matter, you know, an issue. The the lift on the uh, plane is more comparable to what you'd feel in a foamy, uh, where if you go with a smaller gas plane, you're flying a much heavier wing loading. Mm. Um, it's actually much more difficult. So uh, the biggest thing is picking the planes that we can transport. We don't want people to have to suddenly buy a trailer. But this will be kind of like a gateway drug to a whole new world for many mm. people. And uh, you figure, you know, we we're talking about Mavics for a grand. You know, that's a lot of money, but this is going to be, you know, inch for inch, the biggest bang for the buck you can possibly get. Yeah. And on, and on that note, when you talk about portability and, and you're talking about size and, and especially this with this last weekend, we were, we were flying in probably 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. Oh, easily. Um, and we were flying, uh, what was it, the, the ultra, the ultra, the ultra stick, stick. Yep. And I did not get the opportunity to fly it, but Josh and Alex got to fly it mm-hmm. and it flew. It, I mean, it looked like it flew like it a, a dream. Yeah. Just wind did not matter. You know, it was crazy. Just like the, the first plane with the swappables was the uh, FT Delta or the FT, uh, FT flyer, mm-hmm. which was the uh, Delta dart or the, uh, I think it was like the cub AMA cub, lots of different names, but that had a lot of history to it. And we chose that for a reason. Um, this we're going to look at the ultra stick as a launching point because it's probably one of the most approachable, easy to set up airplanes. It's been around for over 20 years and been reinvented so many times. I can't even count. (laughs) Ali Machinci's version is incredibly user-friendly to transport. Uh, but what I really like is we can use that one platform to teach, okay, let's show you how to put a smoke system on. Let's show you how to do a big glider tow. Hmm. Let's show you how to put a bomb bay on it. It's, it's one of the most versatile platforms out there. And then from that point, we'll branch with those core skills learned, you know, smoke systems and versatility and different disciplines. Then we'll jump to the next one. And we'll let actually the community guy will say, OK, here, here, guys, mm-hmm. because it's not like you have to go in any order from that point. You can go straight from the ultra stick to scale flying or to aerobatics or to, you know, fill in the blank. Yeah, the, the community has been asking for this kind of content <laughs> for a while now. Um, for sure. And and you see it even more and more within the last yeah. six to eight months. Um, so I really think that this is going to be a, a massive platform, not only for us, but for the community to really yeah. dive in deeper with the flight test model yeah. uh, to show how it can be approachable at, yeah. at, at this time and hour. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. It just opens up the door now. We're going to have people that are knowledgeable professionals mm-hmm. on the pl- flight test platform sharing their knowledge and their passion. And that's the one thing I took away from Horizon. Um, the people that are behind the projects, the the different airplanes, the expert, for example, mm-hmm. the amount of heart, the time they put into this, I have the utmost respect for them because it takes a tremendous amount of passion to be able to live with a project, sometimes upwards of 18 months, yeah. you know, before it comes to reality. And these people aren't just throwing things at the wall to see what sticks. They are really putting their reputation and their, their hearts behind it. And no one's 100% perfect, but 
to witness them, to hear them talk about it and the, the grain of detail they went down to. Um, it takes a special person to, yeah. to work within that field. And uh, I really enjoy that. I want to show show more of the faces of Horizon. Uh, for that matter, even Motion RC, we had uh, in our last episode, we had the uh, the owner of Motion on. Mm-hmm. I want people to see the people behind the, the business because no one gets into this business to become rich. It's it's not it. It's a deeper passion. It's a, it's a desire that they have. And uh, I don't think we showcase that enough. That makes sense. Yep. And, and those are the things that, uh, you know, Flight Test has always been geared towards. It's, yeah. about, it's always been about – um, you know, the people behind the scenes, especially when we talk about community, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's why we're here. Yeah. We wouldn't be here because without them, you know, no. big reward of that trip was the expert, the re- release on it. So it's yeah. not our typical style release, uh, but they did a fun, fun job doing it. Um, yeah. I was blown away that live release, even as cool as it was, did not do that expert justice. Yeah. It was that cool. Well, we went out and flew it. Oh my goodness! Yes. Oh my goodness! We were we were shooting through gaps, through little hole, holes, the, and all this stuff. The FPV module on it's incredible. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible. You have a quad, and then you flip the switch, and you just kind of take a deep breath while it transitions because you got to trust it, mm-hmm. and then you're flying like a wing. But because of that differential thrust, it tracks like an arrow. <laughs> and Stefan, you had what thirty seconds before I was like, "Hey, fly through those." Uh, yeah. Those tent things, right? And because it's got it's got uh, kind of like a free flight mode, and it's got like six axis mm-hmm. mode, which essentially keeps you level and, and straight. It was like a on rails is 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 an understatement, it's like a baby phantom, <laughs> but but as a <laughs> right. flying wing, it was that stable and that trustable. True statement. Yeah, it was, and you you killed it. You yeah, know, it was, we had, we had a blast with the thing, and and it, like I said, it it looks a little bit different than it flies, but. The product really speaks for itself, in my opinion. Yeah. If once you get your your your, your hands on the sticks. You just have a good time. It's gonna. It's a fun time. So, like the product speaks for itself, and the fact that when people start to fly this thing and try this thing, it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hot item. Yeah. It just is. And then we also got the opportunity to fly a couple of their older models, uh, the Commander, mm-hmm. um, uh, the the Apprentice. Uh, what was it? The Cessna one hundred and fifty. Yeah. Cessna one hundred and fifty, um, which was awesome, by the way. That was a, that was a yeah, it's their um, it's their carbon Z Cessna one hundred and fifty. So the really really big one. Yeah, it's, it's a monster. huge. Probably the best landing carbon series plane <laughs> that we've seen yet to date. Um, has a shock filled struts, so we were just shooting touch and goes on on asphalt. Yeah. And if anyone's ever flown like the Carbon Z Cub, which was their first big, you know, big foamy, um, everyone knows those darn tires. You can't yeah. you can't grease it in to save a your life stiff. unless yeah. you're Kike. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the 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 Cessna has that oil filled strut and has a flexible landing gear, right. and it lands just like the scale one. And we had a ball, even in twenty mile an hour winds, we were just have it so much fun with yeah it. they killed it so yeah. they, they've come out with a they've come out with a lot of great things they're mm-hmm. coming out with a lot of cool things yeah. and we just had a, a blast working with them and really enjoying to see their factory and mm-hmm. seeing just the, like you said the faces behind the, the model oh. uh, which is really cool you guys introduced us and, and gave us this opportunity to have this kind of relationship the one yeah. thing i would just ask from everybody is be vocal about what they want to see give yep. us the opportunity to be able to share your thoughts and your opinion um, we have this relationship now because of you. We have this platform because of you. Give us what you want so we can deliver that um, and have the best opportunity to make sure it hits the mark every time. Exactly. It's going to move the hobby forward. Exactly. And on the note of flying things, planes and all this other stuff. Um, so last week, Josh, we got to talk a little bit about uh, the Tubby Cubby um, and flying it, it kind of from <laughs> our viewpoint, like the consumer slash not the builder as yeah. it were, uh, <laughs> cause it's a very different 
viewpoint. So I wanted to shed light on that last week because we don't always get to see those kinds of things. Uh, But this week I wanted to kind of shed light on your experience with it, your viewpoint, kind of your vision and and what, why you, why you, what's the inspiration behind this entire build? I don't think there's been a single project. I feel don't, don't take this as arrogance. (laughs) This thing's awesome. And it's, it's awesome because of what I think it's going to do with the community and within the industry, because there's obviously some really great products out there. The Super Cub LP uh, for one from Horizon, that is a staple of getting in the hobby. We mm-hmm. did a beginner series around it. Uh, also, if you jump over into the scratch build world, you have the Blue Baby, which if you look on RC groups, there is a probably one of the longest threads is around the Blue Baby, all the different variants. Mm-hmm. And I want to start this off with, with talking about those two models because those two models broke some serious you know, glass ceilings for a lot of people. They got them in the hobby, and I don't want to diminish any of that. Uh, what I noticed at Flight Fest West when we did a build night with arrows is a lot of people, it was their very first build. Yeah. Um, the Tiny Trainer is cool because it has two interchangeable wings. It takes them from a two-channel experience all the way to four. But where it falls short is there's a lot of building. There's a lot of right. time. Right. And uh, it kind of drifts away from that vision of, of get into the hobby, build it quick, fly it quick, have a good experience. So uh, I've been noodling around with this for a couple months, and <laughs> uh, and really the goal was to, okay – how do we make it where someone can sit down and, of course, under two hours, have a plane that's rewarding to look at and rewarding to fly, but also is incredibly easy to mod and to grow with? Right. No, no more two-wing kind of things. And and the LP and the, the Blue Baby were really like, okay, let's smash those up together, use our build techniques, but let's keep it down to under 12 parts. And we got down to 11. My goal was originally 10, and, and I, I blew that. But um, <laughs> you could bear the build a bare-bones flyable version of this with 11 pieces of foam on the actual airplane. I have some guides and, you know, the kids can have little bomb drops and things like that. Yeah. But the, the, the whole vision is literally, you know, easy to build, easy to fly and easy to have fun with. And then it grows with you from that point on. And, and, uh, we're going to, unfortunately not going to be able to use the name tubby cubby. <laughs> it was, I, I should do more research before I, I nickname things. I love things that rhyme and I love things that are descriptive and, and, uh, I thought no one in the world would ever call it a tubby cubby. Right. Guess what? There's a model called the tubby Watt, cubby. Wattage has a <laughs> tubby Wattage cubby. And true. I don't want to do that. So I want to make sure people definitely know that that we're not trying to knock off their name. I just never <laughs> dreamed. Uh, we're going to call it the simple cub. And I'm sure it's going to be known as the tubby cubby. That's cool. Right. But <laughs> formally, we're going to acknowledge as a simple cub. The vision, simple to build, simple to fly, and simple fun. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it's going to be great. We're going to be releasing it by the end of the month. Nice. We're going to be shooting the video tomorrow. And uh, for people that don't know, three channel is where you have rudder, elevator, and throttle. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be where you start from with the conventional landing gear. There's two slots in it where you'll be able to pull that landing gear right out. So say you bend it up or something, you can pull it out, replace it. But also there's a back slot that you can open up, and that's going to make it able for pontoons. Oh, wow. And if anyone knows our love of water now, it's that we have water resistant. <laughs> yeah. It was a must that this model had to have some upgradability. Right. So uh, we have pontoons. Um, if anyone wants to see some really killer pontoon designs, look at uh, Dale Stratton um, on the community members. He's designed some beautiful pontoons for, I think, like the SE5. Yeah, and, he's done a lot of good stuff. Uh, he did the Catalina. Um, we have Andres Lou working through the summer. Mm-hmm. And I said, Andres, your job is to design the pontoons. He has a beautiful scale pair and he has a very easy build pair. And we're going to test them out and see which one we pick. Cool. Um, so it's upgradable. And then if someone's flying a three channel, there's two slots for ailerons, but I want fun. So what I did is in the excess of the kits and obviously on the plans, there's these little nickel bombs. And uh, basically they look like <laughs> little bombs. drop tanks and you can use those two servos. And then you flip it one way, it'll drop one bomb, flip it the other way, it'll drop the other bomb. And awesome. it's just this simple piece of wire. I want people really to think out of the box, not just getting in the hobby, but 
let's 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 have some fun. Let's make some memories, right. and it all comes back down to it. I, I say it all the time, but these planes are nothing but a tool to something much more special. Right. And we need to design with the idea that the build experience is going to be special, the flying experience is going to be special, but then afterwards, what you do with it's going to be special. That's right. So, uh, and, that, and that's, that's and that's, that's the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah. No. And that, and that's and it's, it's great to hear your heart and see your see your thought process behind it. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I think Austin, you and I have both flown it yeah. up to this point, uh, so we know how easy it is to fly. Yeah. We know how fun it is. Um, and the the cool thing, which is just something that came up recently, somebody started a forum thread okay. for the Tubby Cubby on on our forums on the FT forums, and so far one of the biggest uh, uh, notions from from their mind is that they think, and we'll, uh, time will tell, they think that it will be the best selling, most fun, and most mod- moddable yeah. FT plane to date. It's got a lot of good things going for it. It's a really fast build, you know, yeah. just mm-hmm. eleven pieces uh, that go together. Um, it's a classic airframe, right. so it's easily recognizable, especially when you paint it up in the yellow and black. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's easy to recognize. Um, and also it's easy to fly, yeah. you know, so I think it's got a trio of things really going for it. Um, and, uh, also with just 11 pieces of foam, I mean, it'll, it'll be really easy to download the plans and build them yourself. Right. So I think we'll see a lot of scratch built ones of these. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of an obvious plane to do. So it's like, you know, it's <laughs> right. Three sometimes, years later, right? yeah, sometimes we, um, uh, um, you know, we kind of go for, you know, something that's fast or we try to do something that's, that's geared toward FPV mm-hmm. or we go to something that's just, uh, um, has like that modular concept, like the, mm-hmm. um, the, the tiny trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think just doing a classic, I mean, I yeah. think that that, uh, that makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of people are really going to well, like it. Yeah. It'll be able to look as scale as people want. You know, there's going to be, you know, patterns and I say 11 basic pieces. That's, that's to get a flying. Yeah. Um, the we're going to still include the details like the flarings and stuff. One thing I mentioned earlier in the vlog was, you know, my original thought was, okay, if I put these etch lines in all these different spots, they can make it look like an Aranka or make it look like a Taylor craft. When I started and went to do that, I realized, wait a minute, there's some body line issues here where you just kind of fit in a square peg into a round hole. Mm. Um, so rather than doing that, I think if people really like this, it's going to be very easy to do the simple cub, simple C top, Simple Taylor Craft, simple Aranka, you know, just kind of see where people want to go. Mm-hmm. My guess is a lot of community members are going to jump on that and we'll be able to, to celebrate what they're doing right. and share their plans. Um, but uh, it's it's going to be a fun ride. It's, yeah. it's going to be so cool to see that. And I, I love dropping the little bombs and just yeah. using that extra little versatility because <laughs> it pulls people in the hobby. You know, right. it really does. And uh and there's some simple fun mods that you can do, like those little bomb drops. I'm sure the community will come oh, up with a, a bunch of yeah. great different things. So we look forward to seeing what you guys uh, build and mod and all this other yeah. stuff, because at the end of the day, you guys inspire us as well. Well, and there's going to be some future things, future announcements. But, um, you know, if anyone knows us, our passion is getting people together in groups, building in groups, flying mm-hmm. in groups. Um, this plane was really designed around that. Um, what I saw with the build series is the Arrow was a quick build you know, project. But too many people were crashing it Yeah. Um, for schools, for churches, for community members, uh, community outreach programs, things like that. Um, I want a project that can be sat down and completed and outflying and, and success in every aspect. Right. This this thing I think will be even better because if anyone remembers the super simple, uh, mighty mini super simple tiny trainer basic. <laughs> yeah, I was, remember that. <laughs> that was that was flown. It flew great. I'm sure for STEM we'll still put that out and and have it there, but. If you're going to do that and have a whole other design, might as well make it look like something totally different, but also give them the benefit of landing gears and stuff. Right. 
and uh, and this will fit the mark. So I think at Flight Fest East, the awesome beta builder guys, and uh, and the after or the community cast guys, yeah. are going to lead um, a build night with oh, the awesome. uh, with the simple cub. Right, so, and, and that's coming up. That's, awesome. that's coming up real fast. So very fast. Yeah, like five, I think it's like four weeks or something <laughs> like that till Flight Fest East. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see you there and and enjoy that build night. Uh, but also, yep, go and check out the vlog. We did a vlog on this uh, just recently. I'll put that in the links below. You can go see how much fun we had with it, so that you guys can really get amped to to have fun with it as well. Final so, version flies even better. Yeah, too. it's 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 on rail. It really flapperons is. is the funny. So when you put the aileron <laughs> mod on and the yeah. flapperons, it just stops. Yeah, so, it's it's a fantastic yeah, time. So cool uh, great, uh, like I said, great design. Uh, I'm Thanks. looking forward to being able to fly it even more often nice. here at the shop. Uh, so looking forward to seeing how that goes. So uh, the other uh, bit of information that we kind of wanted to talk about today is also kind of community based, community pushed. Um, is the DIY Gremlin mm-hmm. uh, forum thread and just the, the DIY Gremlin aspect of of what we've been doing as of late? Um, they've been I think there's 340 or more posts on this DIY gremlin thread on the forum. Yeah. Uh, so people are really getting excited about uh, small micro quads, obviously the gremlin mm-hmm. specifically um, doing their own mods, yeah. you know, 3d printing or even making carbon fiber frames, plastic frames. I've seen three or four wooden different mm-hmm. frames. I just saw one the other day made out of uh, uh, paint sticks. It was crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really cool just to see all these different things. But the reason we wanted to shed light about that is because there's a there's a bigger vision, right, Josh? There's yeah. a bigger vision behind what we're looking to do with those gremlins. Yeah. It's it's to bring back the creativity. You know, mm-hmm. the, the performance is there. You don't have to fight to get the performance on these little gremlins. And 90% of the people, uh, they don't need to hop it up. The 10% of people, yeah, go carbon frame. Go those <laughs> awesome, what is it, the do 1107 red bottom motors, which mm-hmm. just makes the things ballistic. Yeah, um, Those are awesome. But keep in mind, whenever you start going for power – it, there's a diminishing return after a certain point. Hmm. What I love about that little 1104, you have efficiency. You know, you have that five to seven minute flight time easily. And then you have the power that's good for most people where they're not going to break things. Yeah. And what I'm seeing the schools do already, um, we already have schools, by the way, um, using that STEM program and bringing yeah. it right in. And it's it's the summer by now. <laughs> So yeah, these are summer it's, programs. It's coming up. Yeah, and, that's and, and that means that the kids are literally going to be learning about not only component identification, but designing their own frames. And they're going to be taking the knowledge that this hobby has to offer. Um, I'm so excited to see how many people are freely contributing their designs. Yeah. And one thing we want to do is like as we put out more frames for the store, we want to pull some and do some community showcases because we don't want people just to think they have to buy our frames. Right. We want them to see all the free ones that they have options to right. and then share their own. So uh, it's it's getting energy. I think yeah. we need T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to be working on the t-shirts for sure. Cause yeah. I think that would be uh fantastic to have uh not only be able to build and buy yeah. and, and, and fly your gremlin, but uh, to support it with a, with a little t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys have uh, bought a gremlin or if you're thinking about buying a gremlin, definitely check out that forum post. I mean, yeah. there's yeah. 300 some posts of what people are doing and yep. um, just, you know, finding cool ways to do creative things with them or to hop them up it's, a little bit yeah. and that sort of thing. Do you notice how the tone of that, that thread is so friendly? Yeah. Everyone is so positive. And generally, sometimes when you get like and you're talking about different frame styles, it gets a little bit divisive, it gets a little tense. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just celebrating each other's designs uh, and stuff. And that's that's really what the whole vision of the Gremlins about. Yeah. It's a huge collaborative effort. I mean, there it's four or five different ones happening daily, yeah. adding to that forum thread. And there's only, like I said, already 340 or so. And, and that's the fortunate part of my job is that I get to see the community and not only interact with us, but interact with each other. 
and how helpful they they truly are. Sure. It's yeah. it's an unbelievable sight to see. And I wish you all could see it every single day. And, and you do. You get to see things in here, here and there. But they are they amaze me every <laughs> single day with the ability to collaborate, connect and get things done yeah. without being goobers, you oh. know, I mean, in general. And, and speaking of the, the whole Gremlin 1104 motors, um, these motors and when you build a Gremlin, just so you know, there's some airframes coming along that, that are going to fly off of this power pack, too. Mm. Uh, there's going to be some fixed wing designs <laughs> coming. Andres already in the course of one week has made something incredible. I don't know yeah. if the vlogs are going to tease it or not, but yep. uh um, look for some really simple, fun foamies that have little tiny motors that fly fantastic. You, you just made setup. you just made a lot of people's ear. I said Andres, Andres, Andres. By yes. the way, his name is Andres, not Andres. And for the past, <laughs> well, ever since I've known him, I've said it wrong. <laughs> I just found out yesterday, and all you guys are goobers for not telling me. <laughs> we, we had this thing with Josh that we were not going to tell him that his name was Andres, but we all knew. Uh, but Megan terrible. spilled the beans, Dad. I feel it. so honestly. Oh, I'm a jerk. <laughs> I feel so bad. It's totally and, okay. Andres is a blessing. It's just it's another testimony to just the talent we have out there. And uh, yeah, look for look for these little motors. So if you're building a Gremlin, you upgrade to 1107s and stuff. You're like, what am I going to do with these little motors? Guess what? You're going to make something fly mm-hmm. with a fixed wing. And there's going right. to be lots of designs coming around. And we've seen a couple already, and they're fantastic. So yeah. you guys be be on the lookout because you're going to have a you're <laughs> so going to have a cool. blast. I know a lot of people have been asking for that kind of stuff. The yeah. micro different things, different smaller size things. Yep. So just be, just be wary. They're, they're coming. Uh, so look yeah. for those here coming up in the future. Um, so kind of the last bit of uh, information that I wanted to kind of touch on today was a- as we continue to gain uh, more traction in the industry, et cetera, et cetera. We also have a lot of people that come into our forums. I mean, I, I see them all the time that are new people. They're, they're new guys, they're new ladies, uh, children, all that stuff. And uh, I don't usually get the opportunity to highlight a new individual. Um, well, that that changed today, uh, which is really cool. Um, and I wanted to bring light to it because it was just a cool little project that he did yeah. uh, based on one of our FT designs. Um, the, the, he comes by the Micro Builders is his name on the forums. Um, his name is actually Nick. He's, he's one of the new new guys in the forum. Um, he made this Micro Balsa FT Cruiser. So adorable. Right? It's like, it's like a 12-inch wingspan. Mm-hmm. It's, it's essentially the size of a, a 8 by 11 sheet of paper. Well, yeah, and speaking of paper, the uh, balsa wood he's using isn't much thicker either. It's one thirty second inch balsa, which mm-hmm. if you guys have ever messed with one thirty second inch balsa, um, plywood's more common. Mm-hmm. The stuff is super, super thin. Yeah, Shoot, like incredibly light, ridiculous. And yeah. then one sixteenth uh, is the wing. Yep, uh, that's how big that is. It's also got like these six little six millimeter motors in there, and this differential thrust, mm-hmm. and that's how he guides the plane. There are no control surfaces. Just power climbs and power. That's it. There's no elevator. There's no ailerons. There's no rudder. It's kind of like a duet then. Right. It's yeah. I, and when I and I didn't realize it when I first went through it. And then I went back through it to just kind of brush up on everything. And then I found the rest of the post. It was like, you don't have controls. How do you fly that? It's kind of like a air hogs. Yeah. Kind of cool. mentality. Yeah. It's it's an and, awesome and little thing. Flies, who would think that the cruiser would be stable enough in that small of a format to right. to actually fly well? And it's unbelievable. And he said that it flies. He put some uh, one of those one thirty seconds uh, piece of balsa underneath the motor or on top of the motor, or whatever, to put some down thrust. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it, and now it flies fantastic, awesome. which is really cool. And <laughs> and that's the whole thing. Like just because you know you see all these different things, he's like, don't don't be scared to try something new or try something that you've never yeah. done before, or maybe it's too intricate. You know, you don't have to be afraid yeah. to, to try something new. Um, because as you can tell, 
you know, he's new to the forums, but he's throwing things out there that inspire people. Yeah. Um, and that's, and that's the whole yeah. point of it. If you sat back and analytically thought said, Hey, I'm going to shrink down something like an FT cruiser, mm-hmm. which has a tiny little rudder and make it fly. You know, I would stop before I say, no, that'll never fly. You know, just try it. Yeah. Because you never know what's going to pay off. And in this case, this plane flew. And yeah. that that's incredible, you know. So oftentimes people get locked up in the logic of it has to work on paper before they try it. Mm-hmm. And trust me, when you go through, you may find issues, but those yep. issues are going to teach you way faster than designing it in your mind or on a computer. Yep. Um, the Sparrow is a good good case. That plane should not be as good of a, of a chuck lighter, as good of a flyer <laughs> as it is. And we've seen enough of them catch thermals and float away when we build right. those free flights with the kids um, to, to know better. So. Yep. Always try it, guys. Always yep. give it give it a shot and then share what you find. Right. And you can always push the limits. Yep. You know, that you can start off with something. You can always push the limits. You can always go further. You can always dream big. Um, and sometimes those dreams, they get scaled down as you go through. Yep. Um, you learn lessons through success, but you also learn lessons through failure. Yeah. Like that, that's, we're, we're prime examples of that here at, at flight test. Um, so Nick, thanks so much for sharing, um, your heart, your passion. The, the build looks great. If you haven't seen it, uh, I'm going to put the link below, go check it out, give them some love. Uh, cause it really is a beautiful looking plane. Um, and hopefully it continues to, to post and, and gain more, uh, influence in that to, to show off the skills, but also to help people in this hobby. Yeah. Cause that's what essentially why he's there. He said, uh, so that's really cool. So thanks so much to the rest of the community, obviously for everything that you guys do. Nick, thank you for, for posting. Um, and we'll continue to highlight those, uh, people as they come by. Mm -hmm. Um, and to be honest with you, that's why we're here and that's why we do what we do. Um, so thank you guys for all, for all of that. And, uh, you know, that's pretty much, that's pretty much all I have in my agenda today. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. We did it. This is, and that's why I said that was because that's never (laughs) happened. We're miraculously on time. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Unreal. Yes, Unreal. Wait, well, well done, buddy. Thank you. Thank Good you. Job, guys. Hey, we did it. That, that's, uh, <laughs> that's what happens when... Uh you know, keep us to a schedule. Right. And so guys, thanks so much for listening and for watching. Um, we, we, we love having you guys here with us. Um, if you haven't done so already, please think about subscribing, uh, hitting that notification button because we obviously been doing lots of content every single day, uh, trying to get some new stuff out there for you guys to watch. So just want to make sure that you guys know, know, be notified when that happens. Well, and speaking of being notified the 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 podcasts are one of the best avenue to share what's coming up in the future because Mm -hmm. we get to talk about it in long format. Right. I think uh, this year, 2017, is going to be one of the most special years of announcements and, and new things going on That's that right. you guys have really you know, blessed us with in so many ways. So tune in a lot because we're going to be sharing a lot of those things in detail yep. in these uh, in these podcasts. If you guys are uh, li- listening slash watching on YouTube, uh, leave a comment um, below and uh, let us know um, about what we talked about at the top of the podcast about the different kinds and styles of content we're thinking about doing, mm-hmm. maybe some gas, some helicopters, mm-hmm. maybe some other disciplines we don't do. And if there's some specific content that we didn't mention that you guys really want to see, right. leave a comment. Yeah. And if you see something that somebody else comments, just upvote that, and that way we can uh, we can get all those comments yeah, and, and we'll read those. See that. We do read those, so yes, we do. Love, we'd love we'll, to see your feedback. I read almost all of them. We always <laughs> say you're driving the ship, which is so funny because we're all about the planes. But mm-hmm. you know, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to see what you guys yeah. what you guys want to see on the show. Always let us know. We we read them. We listen. We hear you. Uh, just let us know. Austin, thanks so much for being here. No problem, Josh, thanks so much love for it. being here. Thank you, man. And uh, guys, we will see you next time. Take care, guys. Deuces. Deuces.